Response Marketing Podcast. Frank and Michelle share bullet after bullet after bullet of solid, new, fresh, awesome information on selling 9x12 cards. It's that time. It's time for the best damn marketing podcast on the planet. Whether you want to sell more products, more services, get more customers, or just make more money. This is where you need to be. Coming to you straight from the trenches and reaching across the globe. It's the High Response Marketing Podcast. Featuring the postcard pioneer himself, Bob Ross. Another brand new, fresh podcast episode of the High Response Marketing Podcast. My name is Jake. You may know me as Bob Ross. And super glad to get this interview going on. I can't wait. You guys are going to just love this. The information, and I have a very small amount of information about what these two the husband and wife just did, but I am, I can't wait to hear all, everything. I literally just can't wait to hear everything that they've done on this first card because they shared in the Facebook group about bartering about selling spaces without backing down in price and they came out of nowhere literally i've never i don't think i've ever spoke with michelle or frank before and then all of a sudden they've got this card out in record time selling it for 500 bucks a space bartering everything possible and god knows what else so we're gonna get frank and michelle on the line right now and find out what the heck they're doing Hello, Michelle. Hi. Hey. You got, How are you? You got your Skype working. I did. Yes. I, I really don't use it too much, so. It always fails when you you know absolutely need to use it. Exactly. It always happens. You got Frank there too, or? Yes, I'm here. How are you? Go good. Nice, nice to meet you, Frank. I've never, I've really never spoke with either of you. No. 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 <laughs> you came out of nowhere. That's I right. Know. That's what we like to do. Surprise people. <laughs> Under the radar. That's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that. So you guys just got your first card done. Yes. And uh I think you blew everyone's minds when you when you said that you got some some uh pretty incredible bartering going on there. Oh yeah, Frank's the master. Awesome. I think that's awesome. What I was impressed at too was you filled this thing in just a few weeks, right? Two or three weeks? Yeah, I think we had what two weeks? Probably two uh it would be two weeks minus six days because I'm a fire, full-time firefighter, so I was at work for six of those days. So I would say probably in eight days of just out pounding pavement, we filled that car. Wow, nice. Did you? So you had this, this limited amount of time, and you, you just had to make it happen in that small amount of time, right? Yeah, we're both motivated people, so we understand what it takes to get something done. If you, if you believe in something, then you just go out and you do it. So we did our research first, and... Um, then based off uh, of the research, we said, you know what, we believe this is a good product that we could roll out around here. And, um, Michelle's got the marketing background and, uh, I just went out and just hit the pavement and talked to as many people as I could and got in front of the business owners and the decision makers and closed the deal. That's awesome. Frank, Frank, do you have any sales experience? I mean, a firefighter in sales that just then doesn't generally go hand in hand, you know? No, but uh, uh, forgive my language, but our job is to break shit <laughs> in fire. <laughs> All right, so, right. Totally so, different, o- opposite ends of the spectrum. I mean, firefighter. I don't, you know, and salesperson just doesn't doesn't match. But uh, what'd you do? I mean, what was your approach when you're going? Have you ever talked with business owners before? Or anything, Frank? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. 
Michelle and I have owned multiple businesses uh, throughout our uh, life together. So we've been together since we were 15 and probably really entrepreneur, uh, entrepreneur since we were man, 18, 19 years old. Yeah. Uh, we, wow. start, we started different businesses, but just through the years, you just, and we read a lot too. So um, that, that probably helps out. Um, neither one of us have college education either. We're, we're mm-hmm. kind of, you know, self-learned people, I guess you would say. Right. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, uh, you know, yeah, I've talked to business people many, many times and made many, many mistakes in the past and things are just coming to fruition. You know, I'm 41 now. So, uh, just how you go in and present yourself and, uh, whether you're believable or not. And if you believe in the product. So, you know, again, we like the cards are beautiful cards. Um, makes a lot of sense and it's simple. Uh, there's nothing complicated about it. So that's the other thing that was really nice about it. So had you tried other internet marketing stuff before and ran into that issue where it was too, too complex for people to understand at first? No, not really. I mean, this was the first tangible thing that, um, I actually bought and that, you know, we can take into businesses. My background, as Frank said, is marketing and I do, um, online marketing for small local businesses. So it's tough for me to go in and to a business and sell something that's not tangible. You know, I'm selling, you know, um, uh, website design, uh, you know, I manage their social media platforms, um, you know, that type of thing. So this was actually the first thing that we can actually, you know, they, they could touch, feel and see. So it was kind of cool. So you guys worked as a team. Did you figure out something where she was doing one thing and, and, and Frank was doing the other? How, how did you guys split up the, did you, did you have a good plan in place? What was that? M- Michelle's better at working in front of a keyboard. Uh, she, and she's used to it. And it just fits. She likes to be at home and work from home. And I like to, I'm more outgoing, I guess you would say. I'm not afraid to approach people and, and just speak with people. So yeah, we, we set it up that way. So she's kind of the support back home and she makes sure that the ads are getting done, sending out emails to follow up after the day, that type of thing. So it's a great relationship because I don't like sitting in front of a keyboard. Remember, I like to break stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, would you go in there with it, you know, in the fireman suit and everything? And <laughs> that's, no. that's how you got the business owner every time, right? Well, you showed up in the. Yeah. The whole thing with sales is bring things down to a personal level. So many of them, you know, I first off, I tell them that I'm local and that I'm not a, um, you know, working for a local company. One, we're a local marketing company. Right. So, so that's hits them off so that we, we create common ground right off the bat that they're a local uh, small business owner. And so am I. And um, you just start asking them questions about their business. And you also try to make sure that you're not, um, timing is everything. So you don't want your timing to be off whenever you're, you go in there, come back at a later time. I'll check back. What's a good time for you? If you, you read the body language and you see that you're upsetting them, most of them will say, come back at such, such a time. Or they'll say, yeah, just stop back another time when I'm not so busy. So you got to read what's going on in the, in the retail establishment or, or restaurant. You don't want to go during the business, the busiest hours. So, but you always want to be personal with them and strike up a conversation. So not only am I from the community, but I'm also, I serve the community at the same time. So it strikes up conversation. How many people, how many business owners do you think you, you had to talk to, to fill up that card? Do you have any, Ooh. any guess? Maybe 70. Yeah. So it's a team thing. So I'm, I'm telling them that it's us working together to help out their business and build their business. That's a great approach. Great approach. Uh, and it seems like you think, uh, I know some people that are going to be listening are thinking, oh my God, I got to talk to 70 people. But really, I think you said, you said you filled this up in like eight days, right? Total days. Eight so, total days. So that's only like 10, it's only like 10 business owners a day. Probably. And I spend a lot of time with them. So it's not always just about me. You know, you have to ask questions about them 
and, and hook them and, and tell them if they got a nice establishment, just look around. You'll see sayings on the walls. You'll see neat little products and ask about those things. Uh, create that uh, a personal touch, I guess you would say. Do you think Do you think you could have sold more of them if you had lowered your pricing or worked harder at it? Or did you, you know, were you selective when you, when you were deciding who was going to be on the card or not? I, I'm very selective. I think it's important that if there's a product that I use or a service that I believe in, like uh, I'm in the fitness, so uh, gym was a very important one to be on my card. I mean, I think everybody should take care of their body and 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 also and not only through working out, but also through eating the right thing. So a health food store was important. And then from that point, it was um, what other businesses would somebody in my area use? And I usually think of the things that we use, insurance agents, you know, haircut, uh, pizza. I don't eat pizza, but Michelle does. <laughs> 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 but, uh, you know, things that families could use that will bring value and savings the to them. The health food store. Yeah, the health food store. Right. Just, just different things like that. So, on average, I probably would spend with some of these owners up to, you know, 30 minutes. Wow. Uh, the ones yeah. that we, the longer time I spent asking questions about them and their business, or sometimes even going back, uh, one particular one I didn't land on the first one was the health food store. But when I went back there. How many again, times did you go back there? Oh, I went back there four, four times. He was persistent. Yes, you have to stay on on top of that. But I try. I had to build a relationship because she was kind of cut off where we're from. It's a very, very liberal. One of the cities is a very uh, liberal college town. Um, And I don't know, maybe because I was a man. I'm just guessing here, but maybe because I was a man, they weren't interested in speaking to me. So I won her over by talking about the things that I knew that she was interested in, and that was health. That's awesome. And it's, and it comes from the fact that you really believe in that and you, you have some kind of underlying passion, which, which helps you sell really and helps you get the card that you wanted to get out. Yeah. I mean, if you said, if you, yeah, if you don't believe in what you're doing, then you shouldn't be doing it. You should find something else that you have a passion for. Well, we got a couple of passions. One, it's Michelle's marketing business. Um, the card is actually also to help us promote another, we're diversified in our businesses. And one of them is to pay for marketing for another business for ourselves. So, Perfect. Right. Uh, so now we're marketing another business. So this card makes us money uh, when we sell all the advertisement. And then, um, yeah. And then we make money for um, uh, the travel. The other one's a travel agency that we own. So we'll make money off that. And then the other thing, it's called getting your foot in the door, in the door. So you say it twice, in the door, in the door for her other online marketing and building a website. So there's three ways that we looked at this card before we jumped in and we we're like, wow, this thing is ingenious. Number one, the card is beautiful and uh, simple. You've got a lot going on to get you're a full-time firefighter. Yes. Plus you guys have a, a travel agency. Yes. Plus Michelle's got the marketing business and I've just brought on this card and that's a lot going on. Yes. You have kids? Yes. Three. We, do. we have three kids. Three of them. Yeah. Three teenage you- daughters. How do you manage all this? Well, I... Michelle's the organizer. Yeah, okay. I'm an organizer, and I, like, I, I don't know. We we just make it work. I mean, we're very passionate. We love to travel, and we set some pretty lofty goals this this year, um, and this is a way that we're going to accomplish those goals. Someone that's that's listening and... Is believes that they they may not have enough time. You know, maybe they work a a full time job and they they only have so much time in the afternoon or evenings. What advice would you give them? Because you've obviously made it happen. You guys have full schedules, a lot going on. You still made it happen in a quick amount of time. 
All right, mine would be first get off uh, the couch <laughs> and quit watching TV because that thing just zaps you of all your energy and is full of negativity. We don't have TV in our house. <laughs> you don't have TV in the house. Wow. No. We do have Netflix, though, because we do enjoy right. it. Outstanding. So, okay. But anyways, uh, first is get off the couch. You've got plenty of time. It's just about you making the time. So if they were to track what they're doing with their normal day or their week, they'd probably be amazed to see that they had plenty of time to do something. They were just unwilling to do it. So that would be probably the, the truth behind it. Um, the other one would be um, make time. Make time for it, especially if they believe that it's, it's a great product. And then they have to, again, you have to believe in it yourself before you can go out and try to get somebody else to believe in it. If if you're not able to be excited about it or positive about it, then, you know, you just you just can't do it. So mm -hmm. that's that's probably the biggest two things is really understanding what it is, why it works, and then coming up with a script that fits or a semi script. I won't say I use a script every single time, but there are some basic things that I keep in my um, sales routine, I guess you would call it. Right. Um, every time I go into a store. So it's, yeah, you can make the time. And if you believe in it, then you know, it's for you and, and go out there and, and just work and nothing good comes from, or nothing good comes if you don't work hard. Sure. Sure. And, and especially in the beginning, I mean, you're going to have to really bust your hump and develop that trust with another person. So belief is the second thing. They just have to believe in it and believe in themselves. So it's not just that. It's also themselves that it is possible. Did you set, uh, Frank, did you set personal goals up like per day or did you have a system where you were trying to hit a certain goal every day or how, how, did, how did you make this happen in this short amount of time? Well, day, day one, I, I probably visited, I don't know, 10, 15 businesses and all of them were no, but there were some warm leads. You, I mean, you know, smaller communities of probably uh, combined, it's going to be between two cities is 10,000 households. Very so, small. Very yeah, small. Right. Yeah, right. So it's, it's real small things. Uh, business owners think a lot differently around here about marketing. You know, they've been, maybe they've been here for a long time or they have friends or they don't even look at their businesses as a, as a business as a way to really increase money. But at the end, that's what they want. Yeah. No, I didn't go in with a, a particular goal every day, but that first day, everybody was no, no, no. And I was feeling defeated when I came home and wore out. And it I was, was very like, discouraged. Because it was my first day actually doing sales and, and um, it, like that. But I know that you just had to, you have to keep plugging and that's the way it goes. So the next day I go out and, and the, I got shot in the arm by a young kid who owns an insurance agency. And he actually said yes to me. So I was excited. I wrote him up and that reinvigorated me. So um just the way it is and then i just kept going back and bothering people i just i know is a good it's music to my ears because it's a challenge for me to win them over and show them that i am something that they need one guy i'll tell this quick story too one guy told me to get out as soon as i started to introduce myself because he recognized that i'm a well what he calls a salesperson and i look at myself i'm there to make a new friend so it's all about your perception and the way you look at it so i laid the card on, the, on my business card i told him he doesn't know this yet but he needs us and I said, I'll come back and see you next month. He said, get out of my store. But I left him. So, yeah. But no no goal every day. But, of course, when you go into it, you wish everybody would buy from you. You just have to realize that no is going to come probably more than yes. But then persistence always pays off. Persistence always pays off. Because most people quit so quickly. And then they think they could scare you away. And you just keep coming back. Sooner or later, I'll have every yes in this town. And people will be fighting over to be on the card is my goal. Right. He calls it prime real estate. The whole card is prime it's real prime estate. It's prime real. It's the, the, right. It's the hottest real estate in town. 
Right. But, but we're the we're the new we're the new kids on the block. You know, they're used to the old methods of the bow packs and the catalogs. And you know, ladies. My one guy was well. I've been doing all my coupons or my ads with a lady who's been doing it for years, and and she's been great to us. And I said, "How's your response rate?" Well, that doesn't matter. He said she sends referrals to me by word of mouth, and I says, "Well." You know that that's good. I'm, I'm not in competition with her. I'm going to supplement what she does. Was one of my uh, um, overcoming his objection, I guess you would say. That's a perfect way to do it, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm just a supplement to it, and it's something new. And this is going to dominate, and people can look at it in less than a minute and see. You know, if they're looking for this was a lawn care business. If we're looking for lawn care, my eyes going to be drawn to lawn care. It's not going to be drawn to probably something else because I've been thinking about lawn care. So you're going to stand out on it. So it's all prime real estate. Frank, what would you say at the top of your head? What percentage of of uh, people bought the first time you were there without any follow up? Well, the insurance brinky. So, man, let's see. I would say maybe three out of the sixteen. Most of them, a lot of people have business partners, or they have to talk it over with somebody else, or they don't, or their husbands and wives. You know, so maybe it was just a husband, or maybe it was just a wife. Because some people. They go out and then they get discouraged and they don't follow up and they may not fill a card because they didn't go back to follow up with people. So I think that's great that you really only had a few that bought on the first try, but yet through your persistent follow up, you were able to, to sell that whole card. Right. The, the, the gym would be one of those that I had to go back to. They, they declined the first time I was there. I went, um, on our last day that we said we wanted to close it out, I had to go to work in the morning at 7.30. I have to be at work. So I went and met with him at his gym. It takes me 40 minutes to get to work at 6.30 in the morning because that was the only time he had available. And just by that little thing right there, that kind of impressed him. And he was all ears to hear uh, what I had to tell him. And actually, I barked with him right on the spot because we already turned a profit on the card and said, I want you on this card because we have, again, creating that common bond between the two of us health and nutrition is very, I mean, physical fitness and nutrition is very important. And I just tied those things together. And I said, that's why I want you on this card. I want to sell my values. My values are the same as your values. So I want you on this card. Will you, uh, um, what's the word that we use? Not partner. Um, barter. Well, barter, you give me something that I can give to somebody else that may be in need or, um, be able to help, help somebody else out and they'll come here to you. And I'll put you on this thing. And that helps me build relationships with other people. Oh, so you bartered. I don't want to go. I want to get to bartering in a little bit, but you let me get this right. You bartered the ability to give other people. He gave you a a credit to so that you can send other people to to them. Yeah, I I would use uh, some of that money for probably my daughter. She decides that she wants to go there and get ready for basketball season next year, which I've got my fingers crossed that she'll say yes to this. But if not, what I'll do is I'll give it to people. Uh, I'll give away this stuff to other people to help build relationships with them. Outstanding. That is such a great strategy. Yes. So that's the idea behind bartering. So some of the stuff, there's probably things that we could use from some of the um, uh, businesses in the area. But I doubt if we'll be able to use it all in one month. So what do you do do with that? You either use it and if you meet somebody and they have an interest in a certain product and you you know you do and you have that in mind. I can't give them cash, but I've already made money on my card. Now I can build my relationship with them by transferring this over to that business owner. Uh, Whether it be, you know, one of them was a roller rink uh, that we borrowed with uh, the radio station, which you know about. And then the um, gym. Was there anybody else we borrowed with? I want to get back to bartering in a second, but Michelle, sure. what are what is your take on 
managing a hectic lifestyle, limited time, and still getting a card out. What advice would you give someone who's struggling with that? With Frank and I, with all of our businesses, we want to create a lifestyle, not a living. So all of our businesses, we could go on a two-week vacation and they would pretty much run themselves. Um, so I have a wonderful VA that helps me with a lot of things. Um, but my advice would be to use those little moments like when I'm vacuuming or I'm driving somewhere, I'm listening to like a motivational book or a podcast, um, you know, just filling in those little gaps that are just, you know, that just take away a lot of your time. Um, it sounds like you guys have a very good grasp of what's eating up your time and what's unproductive. Exactly. I don't think a lot of people have that. No, I don't think they do either. Like you mentioned the TV. I mean, there's, there's people probably spend three, four hours a day watching TV and they don't even realize it. Easily. Easily. And that could, that could mean adding another 30, 40,000 in income a year. Or more. Or more, <laughs> right. But I'm just being conservative. That's sure, a, sure. Absolutely. And we're, and we're motivated. I mean, we're, we're motivated and family is very important to us. So we don't neglect that. Um, you know, we don't take something on that's going to take away a lot of our time because family is important and we're raising three daughters and, you know, we want to make sure we have family meals on the table. And, um, I don't, I don't know. We just do it. We just, we, we just make you it just work. Just do it. That's you make it work. Right. We're, we're a team too. Like, when he gets done selling, he comes home, he brings me the contracts and then, you know, I'm on stage. So now I got to call these customers and, you know, discover what the content is on their card and help them come up with the content and design the ad and, you know, go from there. Um, so it's really a team effort in, in all of it. Bob, so, if, if one thing that I want to add to that, what she just Bob. said, I thought it was Bob Ross. <laughs> it's Bob <laughs> Ross. It's fine. Yes, Bob Ross. What is it? <laughs> my name is Jake, but I my my pen name, you know, oh. everything that I'm uh, the author Jake. is Bob Ross, but it doesn't okay. matter, whatever. Is that after the guy that paints the picture? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But what I was going to say to say to that, the the other thing that she does for me that is huge um is at night that night she sends an email out thanking them for their time, providing links to the videos she put together and also um just tell them if they have any questions or they change their mind about this. So this follow up, that's my second visit. So in that day, I visited that person twice or the, by the next morning, I visited them twice when they open up their email and they see that we followed up. So entrepreneurs and business owners understand what good customer service is. A majority of them should um, understand the importance of those things. So that's also a key aspect of what she does. Every think, night that email every, goes out every night, right? Yes. Right. Right. Every yes. night. And it's basically a copy paste and maybe change names if she does it individually mm -hmm. and input their specific information. Or if there's something I talked about with them that I shared with her, she'll put that in there, that personal touch. Right. So that's important. You also, I noticed that you did not back down on price. You sold the spaces at the prices that you wanted, where a lot of people struggle with that and they try to knock down the price to get easier sales. Well, well How do you feel about that? The split strike provides that back down. And you can, you, we already know that it's going out to 10,000 people. So it's already set up, as you had said in your uh, training video, that it's already set up for the back down and it gives them an option. We hope that they would take the 500, but it just depends on the area in the business. Even if you sold every one of the spots at 250, you're going to turn a profit. So, but then at that point, that's where the barter came in. So I got a little bit smarter as I went along because I felt like I was giving away stuff. And that's where I'm like, okay, 
don't, if you want to do the 500, I'll barter with you. You give me $250 in, uh, in store credit or whatever it might be, a, a gift card if they have those available. Then, uh, we'll go from there. And that gives me $500. And then now I can use it with against, with another, other businesses to pull them on board at $500 and get cash. Or, um, again, use it for our own household. I mean, money, money is just paper. We just believe it's worth something. Sure. It's a tool. That's yeah. all it is. Yeah. So, it's just so, paper, right? Numbers. That's yeah. Barter is a good thing. But I, uh, what we decided that from, for the future, when we barter, we won't, unless we turn a profit, a big profit, and, and we want to gain somebody's business, especially when you're starting out, you, if, if once you're at the profit or break even point to get that card full, Try to barter if you can't barter and you want that business in the future to gain their trust in their relationship so they can see what it is. Sometimes you have to prove to people you have to, you know, you have to lead the horse to water. And then once he take, once he finally takes a drink, so that's the free ad, then he'll maybe start drinking on a, a normal basis. Yeah, so you, definitely. you don't have to force him. So that's the philosophy behind our bartering. But in the future, it's going to be half money and I'm not going to barter every one of them. Of course, I'm not, I'm not going to do that, but, um, and then the other half in two fifty, so there's no, no real deal, and I'm still walking out of there with five hundred dollars. I just did it with the gym uh, for two more ads. I went back to him today, and he's already on two more cards that are going out to do two different areas. And what I told him is because he wanted me to do the same thing again, and I says, "No, I'll tell you what I'll do. You pay me two fifty in cash for each card, and then give me five hundred dollars in credit or two fifty for each card to." Again, uh, hand out to people for one-on-one -on -one training sessions, um, um, a gym membership, whatever it might be. And here in this town, that's going to go a long way because his rates are very affordable, let's say. So we, we're in a semi-economically depressed area. So whenever I hand these out, they're going to go a long way. So maybe three, four, five, six months, depending on what they're doing, one-on-one -on -one training or whatever. Mm -hmm. So there's value to that. I think people are leaving a lot of money on the table by not bartering and you've brought this whole other dynamic to it where you're you're getting bartering credit and telling them that you'd like to bring other people in with, yeah, with that credit as well and I, that's just a that's a fantastic concept exactly so you just explained and that's the other thing i told him so i'm not using i'm not going to use this all for me i'm going to get go out there and maybe open the door up to you by sending a customer to you. And that's the same thing with the, um, skate, I guess it's called, uh, it's a skate world. So it's a roller rink. And I told him, you give me what they give me probably 120 admissions into their uh, place. And I told him, I'm going to be out there handing these out to customers that have family. So I'm out there on a the spot. I'm going to say, and I, and I ask about their family. How many kids do you have in their ages? If they fit into that criteria, I'm going to recommend that person who's already my customer and I'm starting to drive business to them. So it's almost like I become a salesperson for them outside. Yeah. That's a, a whole, that could be an entire selling process in itself. Yes. Yes. There's so many people that are there. They've got, they've got a ad price of 500 bucks and they get some resistance and they drop it down to 300 bucks when they could have sold it for 300 and gotten another 300 in, in barter. Correct. And they could have used that to just like you're doing as it's almost like they're acting as a salesperson on their behalf. That is just fantastic. And, and they can also be a, a blessing to their family and friends too, by sharing their wealth with them. You know, right. that's, that, so it's, it, it works. It can work in the business side with other customers or other potential clients. And it can also, you know, help bless you and your family and bless uh, other people. I, I love it. Absolutely love it. What if you get some ballroom dancing? Is that right? <laughs> yeah, it's so funny because we're actually taking ballroom dance lessons. That was a gift 
from Frank for Christmas to me. <laughs> okay. Actually, and we, we were just at her lesson um, one day late last week and we just sold it to her. So she's like, I'll give you extra lessons. And those are expensive. They're like $60 they? a lesson. Okay, right. Yeah, that'll work. <laughs> I, and you got let's talk about the radio, the radio deal. I think yeah. everyone wants to hear about that. that that's my favorite one. Um, I actually thought of that. Uh, one of the things I, I'll tell you that's uh, great about Michelle over um, being married to her for 21 years is she's always thought outside the box about things. So also thinking outside the box is very, very important whenever you're doing anything. There's not really a set way to doing everything that, that is accomplished in this world. Uh, matter of fact, some of the biggest companies were because these the owners thought outside the box, but Michelle's been blessed with always thinking about that. So when I was going in there, again, you heard how we're, we're, we have three different businesses and this, this one card can benefit two of the businesses just by mailing it out. And then also with me going in and meeting the decision makers, cause they, we have a, they have a niche that we can provide for and within their business outside of the card. Um, so when I was thinking, when I was going into WOBL to follow up, if they wanted to buy a $500 ad, I said, first thing in my mind was I want to, uh, if I can, she says, no, I want to barter with her immediately and, and do commercials. Cause now we'll be able to promote MLG marketing, our card, skinny on savings, and also, um, the travel agency all in one fail swoop. And not only through the card now, I just opened up in a whole nother arena to do two things in two different areas, which was radio and print. This is so smart. Uh, you guys are so smart. And, and so, I did. Um, and I did. Um, I appreciate the uh, uh, comment. I mean, it's uh, humbling. But we're really just basic people. Yeah, we're just normal. We're just normal people. We read a lot again, and she listens. She's more of a podcast and uh, a reader of um, small entrepreneurs that self-publish themselves. I would say, mm -hmm. is that right? Right. right. Um, right. But when I went in there, I didn't want $500. And so my thought was when I first went in there would be, I want 12, which is $6,000. That way it's a big amount of change because I know radio, I've advertised in the past on radio and it's pretty expensive. Sure. So I want the $6,000 that we could get more plugs and more, more play and start branding our uh, agency or uh, skinny on savings or Michelle's marketing agency. And they went for it. It was immediate. Well, I walked in there and the um, owner, it's actually the owner's wife. Uh, she's the vice president of the company. She said to me, um, you know what? I didn't get a chance to get to it, but I think because we're so busy, we're going to pass. We're not interested. And I said, well, I have an idea. And I just said, this I have is an the idea. second time. Yeah, this is my second visit. I said, I, I have an idea. And um, she says, well, let's hear it. I says, why don't we barter print for radio? And she goes, come into my office. So, uh, I explained to her how I thought that this could help. She's a small local AM radio. They actually own two stations, two AM radio stations here in the county, and it, and it goes into a couple other counties. Uh, however, um, she need, she wants to start branding herself and also let people know that they're out there. She gets TV's expensive. She gets, you know, her radio station is her radio station. You never hear commercials for other radio stations on other radio stations. Yeah. So it's, it's fierce. Um, and I just attacked it from the branding side you know we want to help you brand uh your uh company to the people in the county within the county so she loved it and she was all on board she said i said i was thinking 12 that's it would work out to be six thousand dollars and then 75 dollars a pop anytime you want to change the ad so uh she's created an account for me michelle's going to create an account for her and we'll be able to just tabulate whenever we're ready to produce commercials so if there's anybody listening that knows uh voiceover or doing commercials, 
uh, for radio, <laughs> give Michelle a call. We're going to need some commercials put together. Um, but that, that's how it all went down. And she was excited, very excited. Man, that's great. Any other barter? Uh, just the skate world. Uh, you got 120 admissions from that. Is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Right. And cash. And, and ca- right. And you got half the ad cash. Right. Right. And they're going to probably do other areas as well. Uh, but probably only one a month because, as you know, it's not the 70s or the 80s anymore. And those <laughs> businesses are struggling to make uh, things help. But I didn't talk. When I sat down with her, it was more about her facility. I talked more about her and her facility. And somehow we ended up on the health uh, conversation. And we talked about uh, what, you know, about foods and, and diet. And then by the end is when I, when I told her a little bit more about what we were doing there with the ad and what our goal was. So she was more open to listen and receive. And then when she under when I got her to understand the power behind marketing uh, directly to the customer, and I have to uh, uh, ask schools or, or associations that deal with kids that that will be where her potential clients are, and for the cost, she was all about it. And I just knew it was the, the right thing to do immediately was to barter and just just say, hey, two fifty, ten thousand, and um, uh, those passes, and then I'll push them out, and that, you'll get money from concessions. And so you, you also think of the advantage of them for for doing certain barters when they when you work it out, because yeah. you do want it to be a win win, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, but she this company definitely needs it. Uh, numbers are way down as each year goes, and she's kind of getting burned out and stressed. So we we're kind of like a I don't know, I want to say a savior just yet, but. It was a breath of fresh air is, I guess, the best way to put it. Right. Great timing, too. Just happened to fall into place. Another thing that we did is we uh, donated an ad to um, a small town chamber. So Frank recognized. um, Well, I'll let you explain it. Oh, you sure? You can go ahead. No, go ahead. You're doing a good job. I I walked into one town's chamber of commerce, and the guy was rude. Matter of fact, he farted right in front of me. (laughs) (laughs) He farted in front of you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was real rude, like he's the gatekeeper and he's trying to protect everybody from me. And he didn't really give me any time, so I, I kind of uh, just remembered how um, how one thing went in one town. So everybody in this town is going to receive this card. I thought it would be a good idea that uh, I approach the Chamber of Commerce in the other town and kind of get them, because they're in competition, each town's against each town, kind of, and some of them work together on certain certain things. But I walked into one sat down with the lady, introduced her, introduced myself to her, and then ex- explained what we were doing. But we had a great conversation. And again, it's not just about the card. It's about what's going on in that town. What are the, the struggles that they're having? Again, setting up that personal thing and caring about what, what they're facing and, and what their goals are and, and things like that. And then trying to add how this could this card could help assist them in that. So we were down. I didn't want to send out a card that was not full. Um, I wanted it completely filled. So I thought a good person to get in contact would be the Chamber of Commerce. And my question to her was, uh, Janet, um, I know you know every one of the businesses way better than me and you have uh, great relationships with them. Is there a business in town that you would recommend that can truly use what we're about to do? Because she understood the power of this card immediately. I mean, this she's got a background in, in a couple of big organizations in the area that assist small businesses. And she's always reading books and going to seminars. And she has a lot of influence within the community. So this is why we did this. It's a smart maneuver, right? So what I said to her was, who is this? If you could think of one shop that if I was to give them an ad and it's with no strings attached, it's to help them out, who would it be? And she gave me the name of the shop. I asked her if she would give them a call and find out if they're interested because I did already talk to them. And the funny thing was, is I actually singled them out myself. I went through all the businesses of people that 
I liked, I liked, and I thought they were just wonderful to me and just wonderful people. And that was the business, one of the businesses that I was going to go back to. And it was actually the next one I was going to go visit. So the, when I thought of it, it was the perfect timing too. Um, because if had I walked in there, I wouldn't have been able to develop two relationships. I only would have developed one. And did it work? Did it work out? Yeah, she called. She, she called. called. She called for you. She called them up. Uh, they did not get a response until the following morning. I did put a time constraint on it, but till the following morning. But the the two owners of the business were right on top of it, and they were uh, very happy to be able to to get some kind of push. And it's a unique shop. Uh, their main uh, thing is like flavored popcorns, and then it's like a gift shop. So it's kind of a strange shop, but it's also a strange town. So that's probably going to get great response, though. That kind of thing appeals to yeah, so many so- people. Yeah, it's a fun shop. And again, the two ladies that own it are both sweethearts and just full energy and, and just treat you like a, a, a like you're a wonderful person. Even though I was there to sell to them, um, they were interested and they gave me the time, both of them, because I went back there twice. And then they gave me their final decision on the third time. So that was three visits. But the idea, again, in that particular case is gain trust from people who has influence over um, other people in the town and work with her. Leverage it. Yeah. And then... Now, with them, if all of a sudden they get, I don't know, hey, a, a 4% response and they got 440 people coming in buying popcorn, who do you think they're going to buy their advertising space yeah, right, from? Right, What would you have done differently? Anything you guys would have done differently if you, if you were starting right over? Yes. The, for me, it would be the maps that break down the zones. Uh, that uh, I think we use what you recommended, the Google, but those, the, yeah, Google Earth and satellite. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was just uh, that one. It, it just didn't work out well. So I'm going to, I'm going to try some app Michelle found through Google Earth. That's probably more specific, but they're just terrible. And I guess my, I use my iPad when I go in to quickly explain. I got like a keynote. It's like, what would that be called on Windows? A piece PowerPoint. PowerPoint. Oh, okay. And, uh, I go through these little slides with my little bullet points that I took from your, uh, split strike, um, series, audio series. And, but the maps are horrible in there. So I got to find a better mapping system and, and make it a little bit more clear on where these things are going so that they. Frank, are you, are you guys setting up appointments and then you're going to visit them? Or are you, are you just walking in cold? I mean, you say you're, you're talking to some of these business owners for a half an hour. It's yeah. hard to find people to, to get their attention for a half an hour. How are you doing that? The, the ones who close up with me, um, are the ones that we establish a relationship and we seem to speak a, a lot longer, but because it's not just about business. Now, the ones that don't seem interested, that just want to hear their spiel and then let you go, those are shorter, but the ones who bought were longer. Um, and you stick and, around. I mean, you stick around. You don't just leave. No, unless I, again, reading body language is very important. Mm-hmm. So if, if, um, if they're you know, comfortable they're, talking with you, absolutely. If they're open and comfortable, I just read the situation and then I let it go. And I, and at times I'll say, am, am I interfering with anything? Cause I don't want to be a, a thorn in your side and keep you from accomplishing the things that you need to accomplish today. Again, I'm a, and I always say, again, I'm a small business owner and I get that, you know, you got stuff to do. So you just have to read the situation. But no, he did not set appointments. Oh no, no appointments. Yeah, he These, actually, um, he we got the, the list, shack. yeah, yeah, we got list shack, right? And for the construction uh, companies, you're absolutely right. They're hard to get a hold of. And I sat down one day to call, but what I found with cold calling from the phone and trying to prearrange a, an appointment, it's so that you take the human factor out of it. They can't put a face to it. They can't read your body language. They can read your voice, but they can't read your body language and. Body language and sincerity goes a long way. 
that you you believe that this will work and you really want it. My goal is to expose. Again, our goal is to ex get the exposure. Their job is to come up with something that the customer cannot refuse, like uh, from uh, The Godfather, and make them an office they can't refuse. Sure, right. And then they get them in the door, and I always tell them, it's your job to wow them. I said, I would stay here. I would come in and wow those customers for you, but you probably couldn't afford me to come to your store to work for you on a daily basis. And I said, like, the light lighten up the mood with them. <laughs> right. That's my little joke. So, um, yeah, no cold calling. I tried it one day and it was just horrible. It made me feel horrible. Um, so when you go in and you smile and you show that you have patience and you'll wait on them to be available for their time and then or and or come back, it, it built it pays off huge dividends. If you think of what a lot of people who have not gotten their cards out yet, if you think of the person that's sitting behind their computer have are scared to death to go to speak with someone face to face maybe they're a little introverted or they're just scared mm -hmm. what advice would you give because you're you you guys are full of energy frank you sound like you just you just break the door down when you when you come <laughs> in there but not everyone has that you just people are going to listen to this they're going to think i'm not that guy there's no way i can't be like arnold schwarzenegger coming in here you know what what motivation what advice can you give someone who's just scared to get out there and talk with people all right it's it, uh, it's not simple but i'll put it as simple as i can do it nike has a very great moniker for their company and it's called just do it the more you do it the more and you understand that no is going to come it's just part of the process it's going to come a lot more than yes um so it's just get out there and do it um stay relaxed and just be themselves i mean if you're high energy, you're high energy, you might have to tone yourself down a little bit. Um, but if you're low energy, you may have to bring yourself up with uh, a little bit. And the next thing is you have to remain positive. People like positive people, period, period. If you bring me down and drag me down, I'm going to want you never to come back. And I'm probably going to tell you that. Don't don't come back. You're wearing on my nerves. You're just negative. Or And, and so cop with positivity, confidence comes and you have to be confident when you go in there. But the only way you're going to get better is if you go out there and do it. But don't quit. Don't mm -hmm. quit. That's the worst thing you can do. So no is like music. I tell someone when they say no, I says, ah, that's music in my ears. And they look at me strangely and, I, and they, they're like, because they don't hear this kind of thing. No is supposed to be negative. I says, that just means I get to come back again next month and try to win you over. And so we can become better friends. You and almost see it as a challenge. It, it, that's it what is. it sounds like. That's what life is. Life is a challenge. So if we sit back and we wait and dream and watch TV, then we, we can watch other people achieving their goals. But how are you going to um, achieve yours? So with failure, I think it was John Maxwell who said, you know, um, think of it as failing forward. There's no such thing as failing backwards. If you're learning from your mistakes, you're always moving forward. So it's called failing forward is, is uh, John Maxwell's um tagline for one of the chapters in one of his books. I think it's the 21 irrefutable laws of leadership was, it was in there. Every successful person has failures. Yeah. And we just don't, we don't make it an issue. Yeah. We, yeah, we you, see them it, as a positive thing. Okay. This didn't work. Let's move on to the next and take that as a learning experience. We don't right. dwell on it. You mentioned uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. He has his nine, um, points. There's a video. I just came across it like during that week while I was selling and I was like, man, that is so true. But he, he has a little video and of course it shows him flexing his muscles when he was in his bodybuilding. 
but it's him giving us a commencement speech at a university, probably out in California, California, while he was governor. But if you go to my, my Facebook page, I'll post it on there. Okay. We'll post the video on your Facebook page. Okay. Great. And, and it just tells you those. And, and what he says is I've gotten older and the more books I read and the more I, I start to understand uh, just human nature, I guess you would say, and business and, and just human psych. Um, our eyes have been open that. People are telling people the truth day in and day out about what it takes to be successful. The problem is people don't want to believe it and just do it. So, you know, our Schwarzenegger. There is no super secret, right? There is no secret. They're all open. The secret is what you believe, what you believe. And that's it. If you believe you can't, you're not. If you believe you can and you are persistent and understand that failure is going to come, you will break through. Our goal this year, and, and we didn't share that with you, is to be debt free this year. And that includes the house. I mean, that we're talking, you know, I don't know, 250000 no, $275,000 this year out of debt. And I'm going to live the lifestyle that I should have been living when I was in my early 20s. Did you have, uh, when you were in your early 20s, were you a different person? Both of you, were you different yeah. people? Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. Was there a breakthrough? Was what changed? Uh, I would say um, we were both saved probably four years ago now. Uh, so um, by be becoming saved and opening our eyes to um, say the spiritual side, I, I do believe we're three persons. So uh, what I mean by that, not that we're three different people, but physical, there's a physical me, there's a spiritual me, and then there's a mental me. And the, and the mental and the spiritual are tied together. We get into a big thing on that, but it's also uh, opening your eyes to other truths other other realities there are realities out there or, or truths out there and um a lot of it has to come you have to break out of your old self think outside the box a little bit and open yourself to other things but it all began with the spiritual walk which infected our uh, relationships with each other with our with our uh, girls and then with our family and then also how we do business and uh that and truly that nothing is impossible every person is exactly the same it's whether they want to hold on to the past or move forward into the future. You guys don't look, you, you guys are forward thinkers, right? You're, you're living in the future. Yeah, we're living in the future, but don't, I, I want to make sure that we're clear. Don't think that people don't, I want to make sure that the listeners know this, that, cause you are too, um, that whatever's holding you down that you blame on the past or a situation or whatever, they have to let that go and know that that happened. It can't be changed. And um, they can just move forward and learn from that. So do we think about the past sometimes? Absolutely. Because in the past, we can figure out why we're doing some of the things we're doing today. And then you can move forward. So, um, yeah, it's it's all about their way of thinking is what it all boils back down to. Right. And realizing that, you know, we we don't want to run the rat race. You know, we bought into the bigger is better. And you got to have this and you got to have that. And, you know, we bought into all that. And we realized no, you don't need all that. You know, we want freedom. We don't want to be, we don't have to work nine to five, 40 hours a week. And, you know, so it's just a different mindset for us, I guess you could say. And, and I want to give a plug to, to you because you gave, you, you're giving, you're basically giving away what you're doing. And, and I admire that what you're doing. You're willing to share what you ran across with. I don't know how many people you have doing it because I haven't done that much research, but um, you gave this away. At such a low cost, three. I think our total investment into it was three hundred dollars. Then we bought some more pieces. Uh, I would assume from you for the cards that I'm going out and selling. So say max amount of money was three hundred 
350 to 375 that we invested in this, you can't, you can't start a business for that amount. No. You, you can't start. And that, this money from one card could actually get you your federal ID, your bank account started. If you think you need insurance, you can get insurance just in case something happens when, you know, whatever. Right. You know, in for, one month. In mm-hmm. one month or, or whatever. And, um, you could be off and running. And then eventually the goal is, the goal for us is to teach other people to sell. And then we have our VAs online and the network that you have established here where other people can help us put this together. So at that point, it's kind of managing and, and training and teaching other people. Hey, and if they want to break off later on and, and go to other areas, cause we will have them sign a non disclosure that they're not going to compete against me. <laughs> but, um, Hey, more power to you. We want you to be successful. We want you to leave, live a free and happy life, especially with your family and, uh, your, your friends. And this is one of the ways that I think it can be done. I mean, it's a very powerful thing. It's outside the box in size of its, in, in terms of its size. And you are going to see other companies start to mimic what you're doing. I mean, we're, we are going to see the big competitors like Biopack and some of these other, uh, companies go to the same thing because I think this is going to take over in this area. It's probably taken over in other areas and they may even be on the adjustment there too. So we will have competition and competition breeds success for everybody. Makes everything better. Right. So I give you kudos for sharing Thank this. You. Such a low. <laughs> Thank you. That's odd. So it's not. And then the, the nice thing to say is it's not all about you, Jake. Yeah. You know, you want to share this and show. I people do. That. I really do. Uh, you're making an impact in people's life, and that's just awesome. You're, you're impacting ours, and we never met. <laughs> right. I'm a firm believer in that. If you if you share everything you can, that success and everything is just a byproduct of that. That's right. And you are. Yeah, That's I'm not motivated by, sure, I love money and everything, but the money just comes as a result of it. Exactly. And That's it funny has. that you say that because that's what we believe. <laughs> That's yeah. it. If you always think of others first, and sometimes it it, it it seems like it comes back to bite you, but it in the end, it, you, you always, you, you always, the, the karma or whatever, it always comes back and makes you more powerful. Absolutely. It does. It does. It may not seem, seem that way all the time, but if you continuously do good and you try to do good for other people, it comes back. Absolutely. It does. It really does. Well, anything else you guys want to share off the top of your head? This has been an outstanding uh, experience. I think you guys have shared just a ton of stuff that's going to help a lot of people. The the one thing I want to reiterate is, uh, and I might not have said it, uh, read, read, read. As much as you can get your hands on, educate right. yourself. Tell me the statistic on that. Oh, um, statistic for reading. On, on at, the average American reads one book a year. The average CEO of a company reads four books a month. Yeah, I've heard heard something like that, right? And what are I, you reading? I'm going to plug a book right now. I just read it two months ago. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, this book was written in 1902. It's called A Self-Made Merchant, which was a businessman back then. Uh, a self-made merchant's letters to his son. Never heard of that. Wow. Oh, okay. Well, 1902. I ran across of it in this uh, great store that helps. Antique. Anti- it's an antique store, but they help. All their proceeds go to help uh, people in their city that are battling cancer. So when they told me that story, I said, well, heck, I got to buy something. Their, their uh, need is not for themselves or greed. It's to help others. So. I, I'm walking around. I like to read and I like to read old books, old books. I'm, you know, it could be 2000 years old or it can be, you know, a hundred years old like this one, just to see what people used to think back 
a hundred years ago or however many years ago, but it's about business. And in that book, I took so much out. It immediately went to my top five. It's probably number two things that I wish I would have known when I was 20 years old. <laughs> so it's called letters, uh, letters from a self-made merchant to a son by Horace. Maybe we'll put a link up there. You know, it's old when your name is Horace. <laughs> Or, right. Yeah. You could get the PDF, but I'll have Michelle. Uh, Any link would be great. I'll put it in the uh, in the PDF. notes of the podcast and put it in the podcast, Facebook yeah. and stuff. Right. But, but yeah, read, read, read. Um, change your mindset. If other people have done it, there's no reason why you can't. And um, have a positive attitude and and just you be know persistent. be persistent and don't give up ever. Don't give up. And those are going to come. Too so many people say. give up, right? So we appreciate it, Jake. Well, I appreciate it too. What's a thank you two way well, street? Yeah, I'll, t I'll tell you another one real fast. Michelle's like, Do you <laughs> I want told you he likes to talk. <laughs> Michelle said, and this will be my last story. But Michelle, hey, I'm gonna search around and see. Uh, are we getting the cards from him? Yes, yes, yeah. you do the printing on the cards. I will send goes, you those cards. Yeah, I'm gonna search around and see about getting the cards from someone else somewhere else. And I says, No, yeah. cheaper, yeah, cheaper, not because she wanted to, she just wanted to get it cheaper. Uh, I says, Absolutely not. This man, this is the same guy that gave you the uh, idea behind this, right? And she goes, yeah. I says, well, then we stick with him. He's the man. So you you got our business. We're going to keep, you know, buying our cards from here. And hopefully we'll have, uh, you'll be delivering uh, three of them. And I want a two-day turnaround. Yeah, you got it. All right. Fast. So, I, so, but yeah, that, that was important. Because <laughs> I appreciate that. Wow. You won me over. I never met you before. You won me over because in Wildman because you shared this system. And from that sharing of the system, it's going to help my family out and a couple of my businesses. And in return, we become a customer of yours. So you did it in a, in a different way, but it's the same thing that I'm doing with with right. the, our potential customers. Awesome. So thanks again for that. Thank you. <laughs> it never gets old hearing that kind of stuff, but I, I appreciate <laughs> I really do. I really, it keeps me going. Hearing stuff like that is what keeps me going. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You need Absolutely. to hear it. Michelle, anything you want to add? No. Um, if anyone needs a salesperson, I could uh, send Frank their way. And, you know. <laughs> I think everyone would love to have Frank as their salesperson. <laughs> Maybe we'll have to do well. <laughs> yeah, I think you'll, uh, yeah, you've got a lot of energy and just a lot of, uh, you're, you're what probably everyone wants to be when they're out selling. Well, they can do it because this isn't, didn't come overnight. I mean, it's just, I'm taking who I am and just putting it into practice and using my manners and reading the signs that are around you. So be observant of what's going on and timing is everything. If it's the wrong time, don't hesitate to walk out of the door and come back. Right. Awesome. Exactly. Well, I have, I have a, I have a feeling that this won't be the last time that we, we talk. Again, no, so. no, I, I collect stories. I'm a, I'm a collector of stories. <laughs> Sometimes I make them. There's a gentleman we listened to that said, um, um, why sit sit down and watch the news when you could be out making the news? There you go, right? So, right. And I, I like that one, so I, I held on to that one. Anytime I, mean, I start consuming too much, you know, I have to stop myself. And say, hey, look, I've got to be be. I I need the people to be consuming my stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I hate it. Yeah, I hate anything where I'm just I'm just not not being productive. You know, I've got to be I've got to be the one delivering. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And but you're also delivering in more than one way, so you're you're helping others, and that's huge. Yeah, right. It's a, it encompasses all sorts of. Got to be delivering, delivering things. I've got to be delivering a service, and uh, yeah, just goodwill, 
motivating. Yeah. Like you guys said, sitting, sitting on a couch and watching TV, there's so much cra- There's so much time wasted. Yes. That yes. could be done doing something or sitting there watching YouTube videos or playing on Facebook and, and then they complain about there's no time. There's, you can make time for anything. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's all about your, again, your perception and your beliefs and, and what you're willing, what are you willing to sacrifice? You know, a 30 minute sitcom, uh, for a 30 minute educational podcast or, um, going out and selling or building your, going through list shack and figuring out which businesses you want to target. So you have some kind of familiarity of what's going on. Oh, with that, the nice thing about list shack is having the name of the owner or the manager. Yeah. And it's very accurate. Yeah. You walk in there and you say their name. They go get them. There's no getting to a gatekeeper. <laughs> Great tip. Oh. Right. List and anyone that's listening, listshack.com. Great source. It's about 50 bucks a month. And if you use the code Bob Ross, all one word, you get $10 off the first month. But I got it. What's that? I said, woohoo. I put that code in and it worked. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I get like a dollar or something. But, uh, but uh, I know the owner, Josh, and he's just a great guy. There's no other service like that. You can't go and pull, especially something that comes back and gives you business names. No. Oh, what would be sweet is the email address. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I know. But there's like privacy issues or something. You can't, yeah. Okay. Don't worry. I have my VA getting emailed. You got your VA doing it, right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right, guys. Well, I had a great time. I mean, everyone's going to love listening to this. And we'll definitely keep in touch because I think there's probably going to be a lot more that you, you'll want to share. As, as you progress. Absolutely. We're working on our second, third card right now. So that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> we, actually, we actually have like a rotation. So we're going to a different community. So by the time one hits to print, you'll be back in the other one. Or, exactly. Right, right. So it's just a, a nice rotation for us. And thanks for sharing our story. And um, we enjoyed, we enjoyed um, doing that. Loved every second of it. Okay. All right, guys. Have a great night. Thanks again. Oh, you too. Thanks. Take care. Yep.